Yes, hello and welcome to another week of I Swear I Knew That, a week daily sports trivia podcast. Here with you this week is me, Sam Ferris, and I'm joined by sports trivia tyrants. <laughs> Titans last better. week, <laughs> tyrants this week. Martin Gabor and Dan Silburn. Martin's coming back of a hot victory in the Aussie Rules themed round. Well done, Martin. Thank you. Have you decided who you're taking to Chris Judd's? Yeah, I t- called four people. Two didn't respond. One said they'd call back. Never happened. The other said no. So congratulations, Fez. You're I'm, in. I'm going. <laughs> Sorry, I'm Dan. I can't. We're rivals this week. So, <laughs> and Danny, so have you, have you picked yourself up off the floor after that? Last it's been. A, it was a long. It was a long, long weekend. Um, it and was a long weekend. Yeah. So I'm. I'm. I was feeling it, but I. I'm just happy to be invited back after that dismal showing. So yeah. Full of confidence because of that alone. Well, seeing as we're recording these podcasts back to back, you had nowhere to go. So, uh, <laughs> as we noted, sport in Australia has well and truly returned. And uh, now it's Britain's turn with the Premier League set to restart this week with Liverpool way out in front. So, this week's theme is going to be English football. Uh, Danny, how hyped are you on a scale of one to 100 that the football is going to be back? It's been a long time between drinks. Um, obviously the title race was over by Christmas, but there's a lot to play for, especially with my mighty Sheffield United sitting very comfortably in seventh, uh, ridiculously high up the table for a newly promoted club, an unfancied club. So I am ex- extremely pumped and especially that we're starting the round off with the blockbuster clash against Villa. Huge. This is great information. If there are, I hope there are some questions on this because I've learnt a lot in the past 30 seconds. You have. Uh, well, seventh, does that get them They're close to Europe, right? Very close. We've got a game in hand as well. So the win on uh, Wednesday night will claw us ahead of Man U, I think. I was going to say, how far behind are you from my not beloved, my casually supported United? One point. How, <laughs> how about that? Little old Sheffield United playing in Europe. Terrifying. <laughs> <laughs> All right, gents, this week you are going to be playing for an unauthorised replica of a framed Gus Hiddink portrait signed by a Gus Hiddink lookalike. <laughs> Worth playing for? Couldn't ask for a better prize. Who doesn't want that? Who drew or painted said portrait? Unknown. Self-portrait perhaps? It could. It could no, not a self-portrait. <laughs> uh, no, we don't know. So, you know, its value is already increased. So look wow. out for that one. Yep, prize possessions. Okay, but the uh, Premier League theme week actually starts tomorrow. It's Monday and every Monday we start off the week with our general trivia round. So let's do that. Round one, Monday, general trivia. Okay, 10 questions coming your way, uh, but these ones come in pairs. So when you're answering, talking through your answering process, be careful not to give too much away. Question one, Aussie superstar Sam Kerr announced she had signed a two and a half year deal with Chelsea in the Women's Super League. How many games has she played? Shrugging shoulders. I was really hoping the question was who did she sign for and then you added that piece of information. Ah, That's too easy. Danny Silbs. I have a feeling she got hit with an injury so it's only about four. Four games. I don't know about this injury but I've also written four Incredible start, guys. She's uh, she's played three. Oh, that's close to four. Three games. And uh, how many goals? Question two, how many goals has she scored? 
We good? What do you reckon? We're not, we're not good. I've I had a, predict, I've, predicted that next question, but not um, after failing not to double up last time. I'm going with four again. I'm doubling down. Oh wow! I, I reckon I don't know. I recall something about Arsenal. I reckon she's got one. So, so what are you saying? You saying she's four. got? I think she four. went four and three. Four and three. Extraordinary performance. And you're going just the one. Yeah. Correct, Martin. Just the one. Probably a more sensible guess. Three appearances, one goal. Question three. Pat Rafter, Aussie great tennis player, won two US Open titles in 1997 and 1998. Name one of the players he defeated in the final. Just give me one. You're looking painful there, Martin. What's what's going on? I remember staying up to watch him lose at Wimbledon to Sampras. Um it was a great run at Wimbledon for Aussies back then. Cool. We yeah. had Paddy Rafter, Hewitt, Scud. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? Hewitt went Wimbledon? He did? Yeah, he really? did. Yeah. Yep. 02. Can't about that. thought it was just. Against Hewitt. David Nalbandian. Correct. Yep. What do you got, Silves? <laughs> well, I've gone with Sampras. Okay. And what about you, Martin? The great Yevgeny Gafelnikov. <laughs> <laughs> they are incorrect. Uh, <laughs> One of those players was Greg Rosetsky. Oh, Canadian. Canadian drug cheat. Ah, he's British. Who am I thinking of? I don't know. He Someone. Was, he's English, but yeah. Canadian. Oh, right. <laughs> bit I like just, how Jonathan Trot is definitely English, yeah. but also a little bit South African. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Question four. Name the other player Pat Rafter defeated. So you know he defeated big Rosetsky. Who did he beat in the other final of the US Open? And it's not a trick. Sampras and Kafelnikov are off the table. Yes, yeah. I assume as much. Um, don't assume. Don't assume in this quiz. Australian tennis wins when I was 10 years old is not my strong suit. <laughs> um, we know, there's a British opponent though. So, come on. What do you got, Martin? You know, I don't know. I panicked when you said British, so I'm like, can't be Henman. I've gone Michael Chang. Michael Chang. Okay. <laughs> well, I've put Henman. <laughs> <laughs> Both incorrect. It was Mark Philippoussis. No. 98. I even said to Scud. It was an all Aussie final. We couldn't lose. I thought I would have heard about that. I, don't, I, has no, I have no recollection of those two players in, a, in, a, in an open final. There you go. 98. The Scud and Paddy Rafter. Question five. Only two players have completed the Dalian medal, Clive Churchill medal double. Name one of them. For those who are unfamiliar, while well, these guys think it through, Dalian is the uh, awarded to the best player of the season and the Clive Churchill medal is the player of the grand final. Gabsy's struggling. He's got a vacant look in his eyes. This is, it. This is in your realm. I know. This is embarrassing. Um... Campo would know this. He would. <laughs> but I don't work in rugby league anymore, so. Oh, right. Okay. I've got an excuse. Let's, uh, have we got some names down? We've written one name down. Danny Silbs. One's an educated guess and just, one is a stab in the dark. Well, you just got to give me one. Just give me one name. JT, Jonathan Thurston. What about you, Danny? I've gone 2015, JT. Correct. Jonathan Thurston, 2015. I'm guessing you know what question six is going to be? Uh, yeah. Name the other one. I don't need to think anymore because I spent so long <laughs> making that thought. Hit, thought us, hit us with it. 
I thought number six was going to be the AFL equivalent. Um, I've oh. gone deep into into the nineties for another Queensland great, Mal Meninga. Ooh. Is that a great guess? What about you? Do I have like? time or am I? You've got ten seconds. Are you confident with your answer? Uh, no, not at all. Let's hear it. Twenty twelve Cronk. Cooper Cronk. And what did you go? Meninga. Meninga. Like if the you Clive have to Churchill, ask me, yeah, the Clive Churchill medal uh, was first awarded in what year, Martin? I'll save you the embarrassment. 1986, the same year that Peter Sterling won the Dalian medal, same year Parramatta won the grand final, and Peter Sterling was named Clive Churchill medalist. He did the double straight away. Bang. So JT and Peter Sterling, the only two to do the Dalian. Good players. Great players, great halfbacks, great men, great hair at some point. At some point. In their lives. Yep. All of us had great hair at one point. At one point, yeah. But number seven, Ricky Ponting has won the most test matches ever with 108. Shane Warne next with 92. Give me the non-Australian to have won the most test matches because the top couple is just littered with Aussies. That golden era, Steve Waugh definitely up there. First, we want we the first non-Aussie on that list. Highest non-Aussie. Most wins by someone not playing for Australia. Have we got some answers down? I've got an answer. What do you got for me, Martin? He played so many tests. Sachin Tendulkar? Sachin. Played 200 test matches. Dan Silver? Yeah, it was probably the obvious guess. Um, I've got another Indian. Dhoni. MS Dhoni. Incorrect. Both of you. Incorrect. We needed Jacques Callas. Another yeah. dominant team around the turn of the millennium. Played a lot of test matches, 140-plus. They got a lot. Didn't get injured much, surprisingly. No, not for an all-rounder. Uh, number eight, name the non-Australian with the second most test match wins. Now, are our previous answers ruled out or are they back on the They're table? They're back on the table. Oh my God. God, do I do it. <laughs> I think I have to now because yeah, that was a tempted. real blind spot. Pretty interesting. A lot of test matches more later on, more test matches being played as opposed to the 1920s and 30s, certainly more than the 1940s. Oh, We're talking about like six, you know, strike rate, success rate. DG Bradman right up there, Ponting right up there of guys who have you know, won more than one test match. Okay, uh, enough of me talking. Let's put some answers down. I'm going to go with Martin. I hate you because if it's Tindall jump. Uh, I've gone with Graham Smith just because the South African thing. Oh, I've gone guess. with Sachin because I realised <laughs> that Martin was probably right and I hope I can steal a point here. You were stealing no points. It was Mark Boucher. Oh, <laughs> Close, Gabs. Had to be one or the other. I was almost going to let you tell you it was a teammate but <sighs> I decided against it. almost like a bail in the eye. That's really <laughs> oh, upsetting. Oh, that's <laughs> too soon. Take that back. Take that back. That's Sorry, upsetting. Mark, if you're listening, that's Great, great person, great player. Was Graham close? Lots of dismissals. He was right up there. Yep, Graham was right there. Question number nine. The Waratahs are the last Australian club to win the Super Rugby title. In what year did they win it? Oh, no, Capsie. Have you put yours down already? Yeah. Jeez, Danny's still I, straight um, on it. I can remember where I was when this happened. Oh, Old mates kick the penalty goal against the Crusaders. High scoring game. <sighs> this is this hurts. This really hurts. Let's hear it, Martin. Twenty fourteen. 
Danny Silves. Correct. Oh, he's done it. 2014. Well done. 2014. What was old man's name? Bernard. Foley, yeah? Yeah, Foles. Yeah. Yeah. Question 10. Remember that little piece of advice I gave you at the start of the (laughs) round? Who did they beat in the final? (laughs) Considering you knew where you were at the time, Dan, and Martin's just blurted it out. I think everyone listening probably knows the answer. Let's hear it anyway. And he's he's tallying up his score (laughs) as we wait. What is it? Uh, the Crusaders? Crusaders. Uh, yeah, that bit of uh, knowledge was was true. It was the Crusaders. Was finally, we got the penalty in the the final minute because the referee finally found Richie McCaw offside. It was high score. It was like 30. First time in his career. Yeah, <laughs> it was 30, 33, 32, 33, 31 or something yeah. like that. Yeah, unbelievable. Yeah, score, yep. I actually, when I, when I was writing this, I thought uh, it was going to be the Reds back in 2011, but then I yeah. checked it. I, was, I forgot about the Waratahs. Very lucky, very lucky, actually. My friend and I, long-suffering Waratahs fans, were on a – Flight, delayed flight that had to stop in Buenos Aires and we got put up in a hotel that had cable TV because we didn't think we were a chance of watching it anywhere else that we were going to be sitting in some scungy hostel. But we managed to have the best time, 6 o'clock kickoff in the morning, 6 a.m. kickoff, a couple big, of beers from the minibar. Big day for you, Danny. <laughs> big day. All right, uh, score update. Let's have it. Uh, Danny Silk, how'd you go, mate? Uh, poorly again, but in keeping with last week's efforts, three out of ten. Also a fail, four. Four out of ten. Huge efforts. Okay, that's it for Monday. That's it uh, for round one, and that's it for us. We're going to be back tomorrow. Don't forget, uh, rate, review, and subscribe to I Swear I Knew That on Apple, iTunes, on Spotify, on Google. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram, ISIKT Sports. And we're going to catch you tomorrow for Tuesday. And Tuesday is the first round of our Premier League questions and it's called Goal You've taken our podcast from 10 minutes to 15 minutes in one (laughs) fell swoop Thanks for listening to I Swear I Knew That Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcast from This has been a Black Lab Podcast production